You're listening to the Renovation Student Ministry Podcast. For more information on RSM, visit us online at therenovation.church. Today's message is presented by our student pastor, Gabe Pecoraro. Our new series is called Achilles Heel. So, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool graphic, isn't it? Raise your hand if y'all think it's a kind of scary graphic. Who's a little scared? I, I figured there'd be a couple. I figured there'd be a couple. Well, uh-oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Whoa. That was, man, that, them people were scared. God. All right. So, we're going to start this new series, and what we are talking about in this series, Achilles Heel, is habits. Everybody say habits. There we go, there we go. We're talking about habits. We're talking about how our life is not made up of a bunch of decisions that we make consciously. A lot of times it's made up of things that we just do because they're habits. So every day, we'll go through it. I wake up and I roll out of bed and I go, I go pee first because I gotta go pee as soon as I wake up, right? And then I brush my teeth and then I drink coffee. I like cold coffee pretty much always. So most of the time I'm drinking cold black coffee, all right? So I drink that and then I read my Bible. I need to get a little bit of caffeination in my brain so that I can open up the pages and my eyes don't start swirling and I fall back asleep. I need a little bit of caffeination happening, right? I do that and then I run to the gym or I run to coach's house and we get a workout in. Then I run back to my house, shower off, and I head to this place because this is where I work. So that's my morning routine, right? Every day, the same thing happens. I don't have to think about if I'm going to wake up and then roll out of bed a certain way and then go pee. It just happens. I just, I don't have to think about it. That's just what I do. What we see is after making decision after decision after decision after decision over and over again, they become what we call what? Habits. Habits. Exactly. That's what we're talking about this series. And we're talking about oftentimes we as people, we have dreams, right? We want to become superstars, rock stars, strong followers of Jesus, professional athletes, doctors, lawyers, all. We have big dreams, right? Raise your hand if you got big dreams. A lot of us have big dreams. Here's the thing. We don't rise to the level of our dreams. We fall to the level of our habits. So, for instance, I always use the professional basketball player example, right? If I want to become a professional basketball player, but I don't practice, I don't eat nothing, I don't work out, I don't watch basketball, y'all think I'm going to become a professional basketball player? So why is it that we want to be strong followers of Jesus, but none of us read our Bible or pray or have good community or talk to people about God? See what I'm saying? That's what we're going to be talking about this series. In this series title, Achilles Heel. Raise your hand if you've heard the story of Achilles before. For those of you who haven't, what it is, is it is a story that's Greek mythology. So pretty much like some cool bedtime stories that you can read at night. And they're pretty fun. There's some crazy stuff happening in them. I like Greek mythology. And let's talk about this man named Achilles, right? So Achilles is the son of this lady, Thetis. And she is this goddess of water. She's a nymph. And she gives birth to Achilles, right? And, this, and she, because she's a goddess, she's immortal. So she can't die, right? 
And so she can't die. She gives birth to Achilles. Well, Achilles is immortal, so he can die, right? So what does this goddess Thetis do? She takes Achilles, and she takes him to the underworld, to the river Styx, okay? And she dips all of Achilles in to the river Styx to make him immortal, except what body part do you think that she leaves out? She holds him by his heel. And when she pulls him out, his whole body is strong, and his only weak point is his heel. And so what happens? Achilles is then raised by a centaur. What's a centaur? Half man, half horse, horse, right? Horse on bottom, man on top, right? So that's what's happening, right? He is raised by a centaur. And he trains him to be this amazing fighter, amazing athlete, super smart. He has this wonderful diet. He's in shape. He is a good dude. And he can fight like nobody's business, right? Well, there's this prophecy about Achilles. And this prophecy says that Achilles is going to get killed in the Battle of Troy. So, because of that, everybody wants to keep Achilles away from Troy. Well, eventually, Achilles goes to Troy. I know, I know. So he goes to Troy, and he fights, and he leads this army. He's the greatest fighter. A whole slew of events happens. There's some craziness in the story. There's drama. There's everything in there. And eventually, after doing all these feats, after fighting for his fallen comrades, Achilles is shot by an arrow in the heel. And what happens? He dies. His whole body is immortal except for this heel. And eventually, the thing that brings his demise is the one spot that wasn't touched in the river sticks. All right? So that's where this phrase, Achilles' heel, comes from. And Achilles' heel refers to basically somebody who's got it all together, but there's one part that keeps knocking them down, right? So for Tom Brady this past season, Tom Brady had it all together. He's the GOAT. He got seven rings. He's going through a divorce. He's playing like poo-poo. There's his Achilles' heel, right? Or he can't catch a football. There's his Achilles' heel, right? So what we are talking about this series is as people, we can be promising, we can have big dreams, we can have big goals that we want to achieve, but oftentimes our Achilles heel is the fact that our habits are terrible. I want to be a great man of God. Awesome. That dream is great, but if you don't live like it, then your habits are your Achilles heel. Does that make sense? You don't rise to the level of your dreams, you fall to the level of your habits. And so that's why this series is called Achilles Heel. And tonight, we're just going to take a look as people, what do we spend our time on? What are our habits? And what are habits in general, right? And then over the next four weeks, we're going to talk about four good habits that we can replace some bad habits with, okay? So tonight is going to be our overview. So point one of this series, everything has a start, all right? Great habits start somewhere. Bad habits start somewhere. Success starts somewhere. Failure starts somewhere. You see what I'm saying? Everything has a start, all right? So I'm going to go through some research, and we're going to talk about some habits. So Duke University, raise your hand if you heard of Duke University. Pretty much everybody, right? Duke University researcher in 2006 found that more than 40% of the actions that people performed every day 
were not actual conscious decisions, but just habits. There's one researcher who actually believes that by the age of 35, 90% of everything you do is not even a decision you make. It's just habits. 90%. And here's the thing. Do you guys know how many decisions the average human makes a day? No, 35,000. 35,000 decisions in a day, and 90% of them, one researcher said, is the result of just habits that you've built up. 90%. The average that pretty much everybody agrees on, at least 40%. And that right there is a big number, isn't it? That's a lot of decisions that fall to habit. So let's talk through, because we're talking about habits and we're talking about making good habits, I think we should start off with some bad habits, all right? We're gonna start with the bad, okay? So, let's talk about our attention span. <laughs> I guess you guys, you guys are ready. Have you guys ever heard you got the attention span of a gnat? <laughs> well, how about, did you know that humans have a shorter attention span than goldfish? Yes, well, let's talk about it, let's talk about it. So, researchers in Canada surveyed 2,000 people, and after doing some ex experiments on them, they found that since the year 2000, since the mobile revolution began, which is when telephones and getting your, your handheld telephone, cell phone device, right? So since 2000, attention spans have dropped from 12 seconds to 8 seconds. So we already were not doing good. We were at a staggering 12 seconds. We could pay attention when somebody's talking. So for all y'all long talkers, <laughs> remember that, okay? We dropped from 12 seconds to 8 seconds. Well, congratulations, goldfish have a 9 second attention span. So you and me, we have shorter attention spans than goldfish. Here's the thing, Microsoft conducted a study of people who were 18 to 24, so a couple of years older than you guys, right? And they found that 77% of 18 to 24 year olds, the minute that nothing is happening, what do they do? Raise your hand if that's what you do, the minute that something's not happening. Honestly, I guarantee you people ain't raising their hand right now that should be. I guarantee you some of y'all leaders ain't raising your hand that should be. I guarantee it. Here's the thing. Us as people, we cannot pay attention to jack squat, all right? And that is a bad habit that has been built up and got way worse since the introduction of these, right? So let's talk about the introduction of these. So we're gonna talk about social media and we're gonna talk about screen time. Raise your hand if screen time is a word that makes you shiver a little bit. You think about screen time and you're like, oh, I don't, I, we need to keep that area covered. No, we're not gonna keep it covered this series, okay? So screen time. In a study for tweens, so raise your hand if you're between the ages of eight and 12. So 11 and 12 in here. So for you guys, all right? 11 and 12 year olds, we, Common Sense Media found in 2021 the average amount of time spent on a screen was five hours and 33 minutes. What? Wait, 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 wait. Don't get what at me. Whoa, whoa. Listen up here. Silence, silence. I was gonna congratulate you guys because you're doing better than the teenagers I'm about to call out. Yeah, so, so listen up, listen up. So tweens, eight to 12 year olds, five hours, 33 minutes. 
Raise your hand if you're in between the ages of 13 to 19 in this room. The, a lot of you guys, all right? All right, now be quiet. There we go. Common Sense Media found in 2021 that the average amount of time spent on a screen for y'all was eight hours and 39 minutes. Yeah, eight hours and 39 minutes, okay? So let's just think about this here, okay? So how many hours a week is a full-time job? 40 hours a week, right? We'll say 40 hours a week. So let's bring down that number, eight hours, 39 minutes. Let's say six hours. So we're being really generous to you guys right now. Six hours a day you spend, that's 42 hours a week. So you now have worked over a full-time job being on your screen. And, and please tell me, of the things that you do on your screen, what of, tell me, do, do any of them really benefit you as a person? Snapchat streaks don't benefit you. Online gaming doesn't benefit. Don't try and say the Bible. That might be 10 minutes or eight hours. Don't even. That, no. All right, all right. So that's your screen time. Let's talk about another bad habit. Let's talk about gaming. Uh-oh. Yeah. So... Bring it in, bring it in. So in a study from CenturyLink, they found that Gen Zers, so you guys, people would argue maybe that you could be grouped in Gen Z, and some people would argue maybe not. For this, we're gonna group you in with Gen Z, okay? So Gen Z, 31% of the Gen Zers say that they play video games because they are obsessed. What does obsessed mean? Well. 33% of Gen Zers spend at least 8 to 12 hours per week playing video games. So let's just, let's just be generous here. So we'll meet right in the middle. At 10 hours a week, right? So 10 hours a week, you Gen Zers play video games, okay? 10 hours a week, that is 20 whole days a year. And by the end of your lifetime, you will have spent three and a half years of your lifetime playing video games. It sounds pretty bad when you add the numbers up, right? We'll do one more thing. We'll do binge watching. Raise your hand if you ever binge watched. Come on, raise it. Yep. All right, put them down. Let's talk about binge watching. So, 73% of Americans admit to binge watching, with the average binge lasting at least three hours and eight minutes. 90% of millennials and 87% of Gen Z stated they binge watch. And 40% of those watch at least six episodes of binge. And I know for some of y'all, six episodes is light work, all right? So here's the thing, here's the thing. A 2021 psych survey found that 38% of respondents stream three or more hours of content on weekdays. 48% did so on the weekends. But a Nielsen study found adults watch four or more hours of live and streaming TV a day indicating that individuals may be actually underestimating how much TV they consume. Here's what I see from all this. One, this is convicting for me, and it should be convicting for all of you, because I don't care if you don't have a phone, you probably play video games. I don't care if you don't binge watch, you probably Snapchat. You see what I'm saying, right? All of you should be convicted in some way from this. But this is what I'm hearing from this. We only have 24 hours a day, yet somehow people are watching four hours of TV, spending eight hours on their phones, 
spending at least 10 to 12 hours a week playing video games. I know from my sister some of y'all's video game times, and you spend way more than that. Here's the thing. There is 24 hours a day, and you spend at least seven of those hours in school. So no wonder we complain and we whine about not feeling God in our life because you spend jack squat time seeking him. No wonder. Don't tell me you have time or you don't have time. How about we evaluate our time? Don't tell me you're tired. Stop staying up till 3 a.m. in the morning playing video games. Don't tell me that you have FOMO how about you put your Snapchat down and recognize that there's a whole world going on around you that you're missing out on? That's what we're talking about these series. So those are some bad habits that we see, and everything has a start. So that 8 to 12 hours a week playing video games probably started with 30 minutes. And it probably started with mom and dad monitoring and coming in and saying, hey, time's up, and then you stopped. And then eventually, you want to play some more, and so you argue with them. And you don't want to stop, and so then you get an hour. And then it turns into, I get an hour of screen time a week, but when mom and dad are gone, I'm going to just play my screen. And then it turns into, well, let me do weekends, and I'm going to negotiate getting more time on the weekends because I don't have school. And then it turns into, when mom and dad fall asleep, I'm going to go play more video games. And then it turns into, well, video games aren't enough, so now I'm going to get Snapchat behind my parents' back because I want to be able to fit in with everything else that's going on. And then it turns into, oh, well, Be Real came out. And then it turns into, well, I can't not have TikTok. And mom and dad already told me that I can't do Snapchat or TikTok, but I'm already okay with going against what they say to get Snapchat. So now I'm going to get TikTok. And then that time, you see what I'm saying? Bad habits start small. In the same way, good habits that make worlds and worlds of change in your life start small. Everything has a start, and that's what we're going to be talking about this series. So I hope those stats convicted us a little bit and are going to challenge us to change the way that we are living. This is what Psalm 90.12 says. It says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You need to understand that the only person who is going to give an account for their time is not me on how you spent your time. It's you on how you spent your time. So when God asks you, hey, how was evangelizing to other students in middle school? And you say, hey, I was spending 8 to 12 hours a week playing video games. That's a pretty sorry testimony. Hey, how was reaching out to your friends in high school? Oh, the only reaching out I did was keeping my Snapchat streaks up. That's a pretty sorry testimony. And where did those things start? They started small. Let's change the way that we are living, okay? Recognize that there is wisdom in knowing that your time is limited. So you need to make something of it. And that doesn't just go for spiritual things. That goes for life. The greatest doctors, the greatest chemists, the greatest anything lived their life differently. And that's point number two. You've got to live like no one else to live like no one else. Now, I know some of you adults know that that's a money quote, and you may or may not agree with the, with the person who's saying the quote, but it's totally true for life. 
You have to live like no one else to live like no one else. This is what Romans 12, 2 says. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So this is what it means. It means this transformation, it takes us being okay with God illuminating the parts in our life that we need to change. So if you look at your screen time and you spend eight hours and 39 minutes a day on your screen, I guarantee you, wake up, call, get up, change it. You have to be okay with changing it. You have to. And the thing is, is it's hard. I want everybody to do something, all right? I want you to put your hands up, put your hands up, put them up, put them out, yep. I want you to clasp your wrists together like this, all right? Raise your hand now if you put right thumb over left thumb. Raise your hand, raise your hand. A couple of you, raise your hand if you put left thumb over right thumb. All right, now I want you to clasp your hands together and put the opposite thumb over it. If, raise your hand if that feels weird and not right. Clasp your hands again. Wait, what, did you put the, the opposite thumb over again? Exactly. What is your habit that you put, for some of you, your right thumb over your left, and for some of you, your left thumb over your right? And the minute that you tried to change that, your whole world just turned upside down, right? It felt icky. Here's the thing. When we try to build new habits in our life, they are not going to be easy. We are going to constantly have to go against the grain. We are constantly going to have to fight to build those things. And what does it take? It takes vision that the person I want to become means that I have to change some things right now. That's what this verse is saying. It's saying, do not copy the behavior and customs of this world and let God transform you into a new person. The problem is, is transformation is tough. It takes drive, it takes determination, and it takes surrender. It takes, hey God, please teach me to number my days so that I may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach me to recognize that time is finite, meaning time has an end for me. I have a beginning and I have an end, right? Everything has a start. In the same way, my life has a beginning and my life has an end. And the way to make that life meaningful and impactful is actually to change the way that you live. If I wanna care for other people, then my habits need to reflect that. If I wanna seek God, then my habits need to reflect that. If I wanna go to college, then I need to actually study. You see what I'm saying? But what does it mean? It means we have to seriously look at the way that we are living. And that's my challenge for you guys tonight. Because over the next few weeks, we're gonna be talking about some specific good habits to add into our life. And tonight, we talked about some bad habits, right? We talked about some bad habits that we have people have. Raise your hand if you feel a little convicted, a little like, man, I need to change some things. A lot of us, right? So my challenge is if you can raise your hand when I ask you, you can talk to your small group about it tonight. That's my challenge, is that as we go to small groups, that you would say, hey, when Gabe was talking about whether it was video games, or when Gabe was talking about how I choose not to pay attention to anybody because the minute that I feel like nothing's happening, I open up this phone. 
or when Gabe was talking about binge watching, I literally cannot make it a day in my life without spending six hours on Netflix. The parts that you felt convicted in, I challenge you to speak to your small groups about. Because here's the thing, the only way for us to rid ourselves of a problem is to identify the problem and then to start taking baby steps. And that's what we're gonna be doing this series. We're gonna be taking baby steps forward. And here's the thing, I don't want you guys to make this harder than it needs to be, okay? So I'm gonna use screen time as an example. I'm gonna pull out my phone, as most of you guys have been doing your whole service, but I'm gonna pull my phone out and I'm gonna go to settings, all right? And then I'm gonna go to screen time, all right? So today I have spent a whopping, let's see, it's updating. I've spent two hours and five minutes on my phone, all right? No, no, what are you clapping for? That's still terrible. I spent two hours of my day on my phone. All right, listen, listen. So what I can do is I can set app limits in this app, in this settings. I also can set downtime. And what downtime does is at a certain time at night, so for me, um, let's see, how do I see my downtime, somebody who knows? I think my downtime starts at eight, so in a couple of minutes. When that happens, all of the social apps on my phone close out, and the way to get back into them is it requires a password. Here's my challenge, is how about you do something practical? If I spend eight hours and 39 minutes a day on this, let me set some screen time limits. Let me set some downtime so that I'm not constantly accessing this. And what it's gonna mean at the beginning is it's gonna mean you're constantly pulling your phone out and you're recognizing that you can't open that app and it makes you mad, but I guarantee you your life is gonna change because of it. In the same way, for those of you who cannot keep your hands off of the controller to play Minecraft or to play COD, what you need to do is one, you need to get yourself some friends who are okay with saying, hey bro, it's been eight hours, we're done. And the second thing you can do is how about you use those built-in monitors that you have in your life called parents, and how about you say, hey mom, hey dad, I'm trying to make a change in my life. One, they're gonna pass out when you say that because it's the biggest surprise they've ever heard. But two, how about you say, hey, can you keep me accountable? Can you hold me accountable? Or if you got a brother or a sister, how about you hold each other accountable? Practical things. For me, I don't wanna, I don't wanna if I'm on the video games, I don't wanna spend you know, more than an hour or two hours on the weekends or whatever, right? Two hours a day. For some of you guys, you think that that is the end of the world because you spend 12 hours. But we're gonna cut it down, right? And then you ask yourself and you ask somebody around you, can you hold me accountable? Do simple things. The goal with small groups tonight, identify the problem, do something simple and practical to make a change. Start tonight, start small, start with one thing. If all of these issues are an issue, the screen time, the binge watching, the gaming is an issue, start with one of them. Start small and build big from there, okay? The next few weeks, we're gonna be talking about good habits, but tonight we're gonna start to eliminate one of the bad, all right? Thank you for listening to the Renovation Student Ministries podcast. 
Find out more about following Jesus and building his kingdom at therenovation.church.